The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of hockey. I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and general hockey shenanigans. It is December 3rd, and this is our 61st podcast, and I didn't even have to look that one up. Yeah, well, I remember us making a big um, to-do about it being 60 last time. Yeah, because that was a round number, and those are, like, important and stuff. I just like even numbers better than odd numbers, personally. Yeah, so, like, fuck this podcast, 61. Next podcast is going to be badass. This one's going to be shit. (laughs) Just to preface it. No. You know, honestly, though, of things that are happening in the Dallas Stars world, not very shitty. In fact, kind of the opposite of shitty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like... When was the last time the Stars won four games in a row? Like, Not last year is what it was. <laughs> no. Did we win more than two in a row last year? Because I don't think we did. I think there was one instance of winning just winning three in a row, but that was it. But I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I can't remember at this well, point. I, I can like, tell you blocked that entire season. I can season. tell you for sure that the last time the Stars won divisionally on the road was December 2016. <laughs> There you go. It, it was almost a year that the Stars won on the road against their own fucking division. So we're already doing so much better. <laughs> so I don't know what got into them. Well, there's a theory. So let's just, just real quick here. The Dallas Stars, with their four-game winning streak, propelled them into the... Second wild card spot. So they have they have thirty one points now. To get into the top three in the central, you need thirty five. So they are still quite a bit out of ways there. But uh, they have two more points than Chicago, who has the same amount of games. So that's good. Two more points than Minnesota, also the same amount of games. Calgary, same, and four more points than the Ducks, who have one more game. So they're actually doing okay thanks to those four games. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are six, three, and one. So picked up points in seven of their last ten games. So that's good. And and there is a theory going around, and I am full on board with that, this as to why they are playing so well right now. And it all started on Black Friday with uh, Yuri Lettinen's Jersey Retirement Night. Mm-hmm. And the yellow laces. And the magic yellow laces. So, for those of you who aren't, like, a hardcore Stars fan, basically they wore these yellow laces at warm-ups as a tribute to him. And and I'm going to be honest, I don't know if, like, it's because he wore yellow laces all the time or if it was... Yeah, it's because he, okay. it's, he, he wore yellow laces. I mean, that was when my... My assumption is that he wore yellow laces all the time. Yeah, yeah, he was, I mean, he, you know, Alex Ovechkin also wears yellow laces. Um, it was a Yuri Lennon thing. Yeah, so. Yeah. They all wore these yellow laces, and then they played against uh, Calgary, and they were losing. Like, they were down, um, I think it was two to four uh, at, like, the break, at the, going into the third. 
and they piled on like four goals in the third period to come back and win the game. And so, ever since then, and they've played three more games since, and won all three, they have decided to wear these yellow laces because they are channeling the spirit of Yuri Lettinen. I mean, it didn't hurt that their dads were also on that road trip with them. No, but they've won the so, two next two also. Yeah. Or no, like for they sure. won they won the, the so they, game they were and then they won this last by one. wins with Jesse Olaces, but then yes. they went on the road. And honestly, like we've been winning at home pretty regularly, so I wasn't we, as yeah. worried about us playing at home. We've only like, lost two home games so far this year. Ye- yeah. But then when they went on the road with the dads and the yellow laces, that's when I was like, okay, there's something fucking magical. Let's tie the dads down to their seats <laughs> with the yellow laces. Everybody we'll, gets yellow laces. Everybody. Yeah, and then and then um, Sean Barry, the stars photographer, was like, uh, I think I'm the magic key here because I went on that road trip too. And I was like, fine, I will tie you down with yellow laces as well. Everybody's getting fucking yellow laces. Let's go. We've got a season to save. Like your mom gets yellow laces. Your, magic <laughs> your cow. dad gets yellow laces. Your cow gets yellow laces. <laughs> okay, gets your yellow. dog gets yellow laces. Everybody gets yellow laces. Yes. So anyway, yellow laces are now a thing, and the stars actually play tonight in Denver against the Avs, which, as you know, is. They're kryptonite. Like no matter how bad the Avs are, they will. Win, they tend to win in. Den- they tend to win over Dallas and Denver. Mm-hmm. And no matter how good Dallas is playing, otherwise these Avs tend to win in Dallas or tend to win in Denver over Dallas. So tonight is the test. Tonight is the real test of Yellow Laces magic. And to top it off, not only are they Yellow Laces. Julius Honka is back in the lineup tonight. And Jamie Alexiak has been playing in his spot for the last two games in against Chicago. So, fingers crossed. We actually have a couple of reader questions specifically about the yellow laces. Let's get to them. Nova asks, if you're recording this before the Colorado game, your predictions on whether the Stars can defeat the curse and win in Denver this evening? You know, I'm going glass half full. Yeah, they can. They are playing really, really well right now. Like, they are playing really well. Does that mean that I uh, have to go glass half empty because it's no, still fucking Denver? No, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to go glass half empty. You can be the realistic one if you want to. <laughs> But I'm, um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be positive about this. I'm gonna hedge my bets and say if they believe in the power of the laces, they can do anything uh, because they are certainly better than this damn Avs team, like by a mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, which coincidentally is the height of their city, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where the stars will most assuredly lose because the air is too thin up there. You know, and this is something that honestly, like, I have just wondered about, like, I know per, like, the CDA, they can't, like, dictate anything like that, but, like, frankly, the Avs should be, like, the best physical team around, like, physic in physical shape, because it is, once you, like, start exercising in this air and, like, get your lungs and your oxygen capacity up, like, you're a fucking god on sea level. 
Well, you would think that that would mean they'd like be the best team ever, but it doesn't well, seem to work that way for but them. But I mean, like, I mean, physical shape is different than like being like a talented roster, right? But like, they should be. I mean, they'll need some expert. They'll need continued good management to be a good roster, but they should be in excellent shape. They should be some one of the best and fastest teams. And is that the case, else. Carolyn? No. And that's and that's one of the things about the ads that really confused me. It's like, yeah. why aren't you taking advantage of this one thing that you no one else in the league has? Literally, no one else can do <laughs> this. You should no be. Else. You should be a god right now. Yeah. So anyway, um, I mean, we are recording this before the Colorado game. You will not be hearing it until tomorrow, but our predictions are sure and maybe not. Favorable? But realistic? (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then, Andrew, and someday you're going to have to tell me how to say your last name, buddy. But once, sure, wants to know, what is the goals for 60 for the Yellow Laces? So I looked it up on good old Corsica.hockey. Um, so goals four per 60, 3.66. And just to make sure that everybody understands, they have not stopped playing defense. Goals against per 60, 2.2, which is about league-ish average. Um, but as we know, goals aren't necessarily the best indicator of good play. And this is all, um, all situations and I did not score adjust it. So everything's kind of just as is, this is what happened. But more importantly, our expected goals. Um, and as you've probably heard me talk about them before, expected goals are a compilation measure that takes into account things like shot location and shot type and shooting uh, talent of the shooter and stuff like that as to whether or not um, it go turns into a goal. And this is put together by Manny over at Corsica. So expected goals for per 60 was 3.62, which means they actually were playing good offensively. Like, they were actually doing the thing that was then converting into goals. Mm-hmm. And expected goals against per 60 was 2.28. So again, they were actually playing league average defense at the same time that they were playing really good offense. So this is very, very good sign. This is the thing that I've been complaining about all season, of not playing to their offensive skills. And while I'm sure Ken Hitchcock would love to see that goals against number or that ex, you know, expected goals against number come down, like there is nothing wrong with playing league average defense. Nothing. So, I will take it. Yeah. Yep. So, what else is going on in the stars world, Marin? Jamie Ben being stupid. Uh, Jamie, Jamie Ben thinking that he looked really good in warm-ups without his helmet on. That's what else is going on in the stars That was world. the cutest thing. Uh, I mean, cute! Are we really using the word cute there? Well, uh, okay, not for, not for Ben specifically. Um, so... Although, oh my god, I had not actually clicked on the Sports Illustrated link, and I just did... And there's a big picture of Jamie Bennett at the beginning, and I'm just like, you look ridiculous! 
So you look ridiculous. These comments that people are talking about with uh, Jamie Ben and talking about how much he likes to have his hair out. Uh, if you would like to read the quote, feel free to feel free to read a, the whole quote here. So it is a Sports Illustrated article that somebody wrote. Alex Pruitt, um, who writes the best articles. I, okay, I was I was getting I was getting to that. Uh, it's Alex Pruitt. It was published on the 29th of November. The title of this is "Despite Safety Concerns, No Bucket Warmups Let Players Show Off Their Flow." So that's, and that's like where the most quintessential hockey headline in the entire honestly world. the most most it's the most. So <laughs> let me just read the entire paragraph containing Jamie Ben's quote because honestly it's just beautiful. Uh, their tradition of not wearing your helmet during warmups survives on equal parts nostalgia and vanity. Some are like Nash, the Rangers winger eager to follow their idols as kids and paying homage by doing so now. You think about the guys that did it before you, going no bucket was the made-it-to-the-NHL moment when the peg center Mark Scheifele says, you feel like you're a hot shot. Then there is the equally legitimate line of reasoning held by Dallas captain Jamie Benn. Just because I like to do my hair and try to look good for ten minutes. Try to look good for 10 minutes. If that is your goal, Jamie Ben, why are you shellacking your hair with whatever fucking pomade happens to be at hand at that moment? You know, like, oh, what gosh. is this choice you're making? So, honestly, like, I read that quote and then I just had, like, the most visceral flashback to that mohawk, faux hawk thing he was rocking. Like in what was that, thirteen, fourteen, or something like that? Right, right after saying that to the team. Listen, I will hear no words against that faux hawk. <laughs> With the shaved sides, you better step back several spaces because that is still better than what he was rocking before. I mean, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, okay, like, there are upgrades, though, and then there are upgrades. Have you ever, I mean, okay, I don't know how many people do this, because I do this all the time. Uh, search for pictures of Jamie Ben in Germany? No, I can't say. I tend to leave the picture searching to you, because you're so good at it. Because, uh, like, there were, some, there were some good moments. There were some good moments in Journey. And then there were some truly shit moments. And you're just like, I don't understand what your thought process was here. Uh, but I will like, say, I, the one, I think, wasn't this, I think this was in Germany. I've seen that, like, picture from him at, like, Halloween when he's, like, in the blue thing with the boa. Yes, that is, that, and, that was Germany. It wasn't Halloween. Oh, okay. Germans just dress up for various and sundry things all the time. Like, Germans have a costume holiday, like, once a fucking month. Like, <laughs> if the way that my, my friend was when she lived over there was anything to go by, like, she was, she would be posting pictures of people in giraffe costumes in, like, fucking January. Like, I do not understand Germany. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. He, he, he was a lot. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Do you want to know what just happened to me? I would love to know what just happened to you. 
I, because I was talking about it, I went to Google and I even searched Jamie Ben Germany. And like, on like the second row of pictures is a picture of him from Germany. And I clicked on it and it's from our website. <laughs> it's from the, the style and essence of a true bro. <laughs> Man, that was so good. The one I did about his hair. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we will relink uh, the oh hair retrospective of Jamie Bell. Oh, yeah, because honestly, the one time that I really hated the, the mohawk was during the uh, Olympics when he had let it get shaggy and it just looked like a mop on his head. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't honestly understand what you were doing here. <laughs> what was the point of this? That was a bad look. Oh, that was a really wretched look. Like, I'm looking at this now, and it, he looks like a horse. Like, it looks like a horse's name. It's just weird. It's just weird. Speaking of blog posts, so one of the questions, and I didn't include it in our, our listener question section because it's something we can't actually answer, was, uh, I assume you guys got the calendar. Can you please review it? We did not get it yet. Um, so we do not have it yet. But as you probably know from listening to the podcast, and hear me out here, Marin, if this would work, would you be able to bring it for Christmas? I don't know if I can get it before then. Um, I don't know if I can get it mailed to me. Because somebody is buying me a copy of it, but I'm not going up to, to Dallas until Feb- January. So Okay, so here's, um, here's the deal. If she can bring it for Christmas, because we will be able to do a live recorded podcast, probably, we will do it then. If not, I will also be going to a game in January, and we can do a podcast together, potential special podcast reviewing the calendar. Yes. So, we promise we will review the calendar with all the quality insight that we tend to bring to calendar reviews. <laughs> if that's what we're calling that now, then yeah. Yes, that is what we're calling that. Uh, but it's just not going to happen for another couple of weeks. So I apologize. I know you guys are anxiously awaiting and we will keep you informed as to whether or not we'll be special calendar review podcast. Yes, this is going to be beautiful. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh my god, I am flipping through these pictures of his terrible hair. And it was so terrible at times. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, that can happen. I I mean, if I can bring it for Christmas, I 1000% will have it in January, so. There we go. Yeah, at some point we can do we can do a live reaction of this this calendar looks gorgeous, by the way. Like, every single picture I've seen of it is so good. And, spoiler, uh, a famous star's pet makes an appearance. I know! So happy! So, you know, we'll just pause on that note about the calendar. But we promise we'll bring you reactions. Calendar yes. reactions, 100%. On the on the the to do list, yes, yes, very much so. So a lot of stuff has been going on in the NHL this week, which is you know not that surprising because like hockey's being played and stuff, but a lot mm-hmm. 
a lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely, the biggest news of the week is that like a for real trade happened, not like a bullshit trade, like a real real trade. Yes, a for real trade. A for real trade, and uh, so the uh, Anaheim Ducks, boo his, um, who have basically injured every forward on their roster except Ryan Kessler. Go lay your eggs somewhere else, you feathered pieces of shit. Uh, sent Sami Vatanen and, you know, APIC, whatever, to the New Jersey Devils for Adam Henrique and Joseph Blendizi and APIC, whatever. And, like, that's a for real trade. Like, that's a, like, a real, real trade. And surprisingly, not one for one. Um, but I really like it for the Devils. I feel bad for, um, Taylor Hall. Yeah. Because he and Henrik were buds. And Henrik was, like, the one person in Jersey that was excited that Taylor Hall was going there. Which is, in retrospect, really dumb of everybody else in New Jersey. Yeah. Because look at them now. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing they were missing was, like, a good defenseman. Like, a really quality defenseman. They had Andy Green doing work, and then they have um, Damon Severson. And uh, he had, like, a fantastic year last year, but, like, he's a little a little under, over his head, I think, with what he's mm-hmm. been playing. But then beyond that, it's, like, kind of, like, crap. Um, and, I mean, the Ducks needed forward depth, but Adam Henrique is already 28, and Blandisi is, like, a fourth liner. Like, it's not... He's nobody. So I don't feel like... I feel like this is almost like a stopgap move, especially because Henrik needs a new contract. And Vatanen doesn't. And so it's one of those things where it's like, well, I mean, yeah, I get why they made the move, but also Sammy Vatanen is better than Adam Henrik. So. <laughs> Jeezy crazy. Taylor Hall just turned 26. I know. They're getting old. God! I feel old now. I think the real tragedy of this trade is that Adam Henrique, who is an extremely good-looking man... Yes, he is. And now he's going to be wearing a fucking duck uniform. Yes. Uh, Adam Henrique is 27, excuse you. He's going to be 28 in, like, January. January No. No, it is not January. He's going to be 28 this year. Or by, t- by the time he signs his new contract, whatever. That's the important part. Okay. It's how long, like, and he's going to be looking for term. No, for sure. Why? Who wouldn't? It's who would February. It's oh my god! It is February sixth. It's not even like far out of January. Well, it's still not January. Pedantry. Thy name is Marin. <laughs> That's the truth. And the other thing is, I would just like to say that Adam Henrik is, like, the only person I've ever found attractive with a mustache. So, like, this is... I'm so glad it's December, and I never have to say those words again. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I have, on occasion, found Sam Gagne attractive with a mustache. Are you sure that's just not, like, your love blinding you to his faults? No, I'm not at all sure that's not just my love. I mean, I'm absolutely 1,000%. Uh, 
sure that it's my love bunny. But at the same time, I have literally never in my entire life found Jamie Ben attractive with just a mustache. Okay. So. So maybe, maybe it's that Gagne magic. It might just be that Gagne magic. I mean, I love Gagne so much. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this next topic? Because I feel like, uh, I feel like this might be in your wheelhouse a little bit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, is there anything more beautiful than the fact that the Oilers really are actually wasting the best years of Connor McDavid's life? I because mean, the Schadenfreude is real. Like, it really delights me that they are doing so horribly this year. <laughs> it's honestly, I feel a warm, 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 warm feeling in my heart every time I think about that. And so the topic that we are talking of, of course, is about the tragedy of that own goal. <laughs> that happened. Was yeah. that Friday night? Was that Thursday night? I don't even remember. I it's think that was so Thursday, long. wasn't it? I, I, I think, think it was it Thursday. Matter? It doesn't really matter when it actually was. It must have been Thursday because I tweeted about it at work. So it had to have been Thursday. But... The point is, it doesn't really matter when it happened. The fact is, the Oilers and the... Was it the Leafs? I think it was the Leafs. They were playing the Leafs, and they were up four... No, sorry, they were tied 4-4 in the dying minutes of the game. And I even think that Chris Russell actually got them the tying goal. He did. So, for... Whatever, whatever, whatever that makes it for you, Chris Russell did get them to the point where they were tied. They were tied in the dying minutes of this game, and Chris Russell fucking snipes it into the net, right? Except it wasn't the net he should have been sniping it into. It was his own damn net. <laughs> and it was around... <laughs> freaking Nazem Kadri, who then was like, oh my god! <laughs> and, like, on the one hand, I was just absolutely giddy that it was fucking Chris Russell, because I am so tired of those, like, good good guy loves the game, lots of heart and people that are like, oh, he's so great in the room, everyone should want him, he goes to the dirty areas, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, the like, dirty areas of his own net. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. He put it in his own damn net. And yet, these people are like the same people who were skewering, skewering Jordan Eberle for and and Taylor Hall for letting like journalists get to them. We're like. We did, We need to protect Chris Russell, and you know he's a good guy. He really loves the game. We shouldn't talk, like laugh about the fact that he got this own goal. And I'm just like, y'all, y'all, y'all. Are do your necks hurt from this whiplash? Because mine does. Like what? The, what? What are you even doing here? It's oh, like a Willow God. Smith track. Oh, Jesus! Right? Whip your oh, my whip God. your takes back and forth. Rip your takes back and forth. I cannot with all of the quote-unquote journalism coming out of Edmonton these days. I cannot. It's just fucking ridiculous. And then the, was it the coach or the GM? No, it was the coach coming out about like, 
you know, the good and positive aspects of Chris Russell's game and, like, oh, you analytics people super hate him, ha, 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 but he's such a good guy. I'm like, there's a reason that the analytics crowd keeps telling people not to hire him, and it's not because of the own goals, it's because everything else, but here we have this own goal, and all I can do is point it at pat myself on the back and say, I told you so. <laughs> so... Yeah. That's I mean, how I feel about that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I feel the same way. It's like, in analytics, the reason we have gone to shot-based metrics is because goals are fluky and unpredictable. And it's like, <clears throat> okay, so you're saying the analytics crowd is talking about this own goal, or are you sure it's not the uninformed masses who have been taught to believe that by your media that the only thing that matters is plus minus. Oh, God. Right? Because, like... Get out of here with your plus minus. Now, and I will say, I am on a little bit of a warpath right now, um, and that warpath is very, very specific. It is um, men who have full-time jobs in hockey media but tell really, do really bad journalism. Um, And so I've been going... And so clearly... Main targets are the Edmonton media because they're just fucking awful. Uh, more awful than pretty much any other fan base. From a media perspective, like, Oilers fans are pretty, pretty testy as well, but, like, I think you can make a case for, like... As you know, for... <laughs> but you can also make a case for, like, Toronto and stuff like that. Like, the fan base are really rabid and, like, will come after you. But the Edmonton media, like, outstrips Toronto by a, by a mile in, like, all of these made-up narratives to, like, fit the story that the boss is selling. And it's just like, ugh. So I'm coming after you. But the other thing that I'm coming after, so, and this one happened last night. Um, so you may not have seen it because you were with your family. Yeah, and my sister's internet really sucks. So most of the time I can't even like I can't even look at the internet to find out what's going on outside her little neighborhood. So yeah, <laughs> I, I can tell you right now I didn't see it whatever it is. So last night it was hockey night in Canada as it is generally most Saturdays in hockey season. And Weird how that right? works. So Cassie Campbell Pascal was calling doing color commentary for the um Oilers uh, Flames game and the Oilers won Um, but it came one of the things that happened and I don't remember if it was during the broadcast or or, and I don't know if it was during the broadcast or if it was like a comment post broadcast Uh, so Ken Campbell of the Hockey News so THN you probably know him as said that it was the gist of it was that Ke- that Cassie Campbell should have recused herself from the broadcast because she's married to the assistant GM of the Flames. Now, I don't know, because I know you don't follow women's hockey as much as I follow women's hockey. Cassie Campbell used to be the captain of the Team Canada. She has two gold medals from the Olympics. She hyphenates her last name. Like... I, th- I feel like there's, A, no one more qualified to talk about hockey. And she's actually quite a very, very good color commentator. And 
B, like, if they're that goddamn concerned about her husband, like, they, like, it's in her last name. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I she's mean? not hiding. <laughs> like, it's not like she's hiding who her husband is and, like, yeah. secret documents and, like, takes her ring off before broadcasts and stuff like that. Like, I mean, she's a woman who happens to be successful in this job. She works for a national broadcast. She covers all of the teams. And, like, you're intent intimating that she can't be professional because her husband is an assistant GM of the team. I think that that was actually in a tweet. It uh, was. It was. I don't know if it was during the game or if it was after the game. Oh, I think it was during the game and he has since deleted it. Oh. Oh. Good on you, Ken Campbell. Totally tuck and run there, boy. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing, and multiple people have brought this up, but I went and found the tweets exactly, of him talking about how cool it was that Ray Ferraro was calling the games for his son. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, no. No, no, no. The fact that you were okay, and then he did try to, like, backwalk it and be like, oh, well, you shouldn't be doing that. It's like, okay, the fact that you were cool with it until Cassie Campbell came along means that you're just being sexist. Yep. And that you're just trying to justify your sexist behavior. Yep. So, no. So that's, that's, people on my, my uh, sports media hit list right now are Ken Campbell and pretty much everybody who covers the Oilers. <laughs> that's But fine. mostly Mark Spector, because he is the worst of it. Yeah. And he also happens to be the president of the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Weird. So you wonder why we get crap coverage for hockey. You wonder why guys like Eric Carlson can't win the Norris, even though he has a historic season followed up by another season where he fixes everything that everybody complained about for the season before, and then still almost gets the same amount of points as Brent Burns. I don't actually wonder that. Well, remember the Professional Hockey Writers Association votes on that. Yeah. And then guys like Mark Spector write about how Chris Russell would die on the operating table for his team or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, Lord. Lord, have mercy. So, we were just talking about this before the podcast started, and as you can tell, I kind of have some pent-up rage this week. Uh, this has oh. been pretty shitty. Is this? It- yes, for me too. For me as well. Oh, no, no. It's, it's like, it's, as a rule, like, I mean, that abortion of a tax bill past the senate like everything which is why we're bringing back our uh, segment from last time happy things happy things i feel like i I'm... mean i thought that this was just gonna be a regular thing going forward well it is but like i'm just reminding people that this is like the second time we've done it happy things i feel like we should have like a theme song or an intro song for happy things uh i mean i would be fine with that becoming a thing if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> no, we need a better song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Okay. Uh, I can go ahead and kick mine off this time. You can go net. You can go last. Go for it. Go for it. Um, so my, I had a couple happy things this week. Um, I got my the tile laid for my kitchen. Um, I found my last Kinder Bueno from when I was in Germany. Which I nice. will eat tonight. And if you haven't ever had one, a Kinder Bueno is like a Kit Kat, but filled with hazelnut cream. Mm. That's so fucking good. 
Um, but my real big happy thing is, uh, uh, for once, a video game. Which, I don't play video games, but my happy thing is a video game. It's actually like a little uh, phone app called Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. And you've probably seen me tweet about it on Twitter. And it is the cutest fucking thing in the entire world. But I like that you just said tweet about it on Twitter. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, so my thing is, though, like, so as you guys probably know, I have anxiety, like, fucking pretty much everybody in our generation at this moment, point. And, um, honestly, like, it calms me down and chills me out, like, nothing, like, almost better than alcohol, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, um, because it's just, like, so overwhelmingly positive, and the gameplay is kind of repetitive, but, like, you can collect things and whatever, but, like, all of the text is just, like, Carolyn, you're the best, and stuff like that. Like, it's so good for you, mentally. <laughs> so that's my happy thing. I'm level 32 now. I am best! You're right! <laughs> exactly! Oh, and that's I'm like, funny. give me your fucking candy canes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shakedown! <laughs> Those poor little guys had no idea what was coming. <laughs> so, um, I too have several happy things. Um, I just got back from a weekend with my sister and her family and, uh, got to spend a lot of time with my, my, um, two of my nieces, my nie- one of my nieces, one of my nephews that I don't see that often because they live, uh, three and a half hours away or three hours away or so, um, so yeah, I got to hit, I got to spend some time with them, and that was a happy thing. Um, I ordered a sweater for my company's ugly Christmas sweater party, and I posted a picture of this on Twitter when I received it because it honestly is the best thing that has happened to me in like a fucking month, other than the other thing that I'm picking as my happy thing because I have several. But uh, it is R two D two on an ugly sweater uh he's got um christmas lights strung around him and he is wearing a santa hat and at the end of the santa hat is a little like cotton ball like that is actually it's 3d it's sticking off the sweater so like i get a (laughs) cotton ball on my boob when i wear it it's great um and there's like little rebel symbols all over it like in the in the traditional ugly christmas sweater pattern there's little rebel symbols it's great uh, and I sent a picture of it to one of my really good friends who is also a huge nerd, and she sent me back a picture of herself wearing <laughs> an ugly Christmas sweater that has Darth Vader on it that says, <laughs> I find your lack of Christmas cheer disturbing. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Which I loved. So, yeah. Um, but then my other happy thing is actually hockey-related. And... Uh, the stars last week tweeted a video of um, Jamie Ben mic'd up <laughs> against the Carolina Hurricanes, and that game ended in tragedy for the <laughs> for the for the Dallas Stars. But you wouldn't know it based on Jamie Ben's commentary. <laughs> it's like the softest soft bro you ever heard talking to all his little buddies and there's this point at which he like congratulates the other team's goalie on a stop it's like oh that was really fast really good and the guy's like oh thanks man it's just like 
what is actually going on here? I don't know, but I'm delighted by it. <laughs> it was it was kind of amazing. I'm not gonna lie. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Jamie Ben is delightful in his. He's such a dork, and I love him. He is the softest soft bro. Yeah, he's the softest of the bros. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So we have one other piece of business before we get to our lovely listener questions. And this is a little new thing that we're doing um, this year. And we're going to run this, and I've just unilaterally decided, FYI, through January is what we're doing is we're going to ask for donations. And I will tweet out a link uh, because we do have a PayPal. So we're just going to ask for donations directly to our PayPal. And... What we're doing is we're just trying to cover our storage costs and get a mic for Marin because she's currently recording this on her phone, right? Yes, that is correct. So, um, and that honestly, it's really not a lot of money. We don't need, we're not asking, we're not trying to make a living off this, obviously. Um, no. We're just having fun, but it does cost a little bit of money for us to host these. And again, mics are not less, like just free off of a tree. So. Um, the, we expect that cost total cost to be about $200. So, but our thing is, we also think that it would be great to raise money for a really great charity. So anything over $200, we plan on donating directly to the leukemia slash lymphoma society. And I have a really personal connection with them because my mom, uh, actually beat leukemia. Yay! Yay! And, um, so... They're just a really, really great organization. They fund cancer research specifically for blood and bone cancers. So your donation, whether or not it helps our podcast, will be helping somebody, you know, in the world. Um, But one of the things we thought we would do, um, just to say thank you, other than, like, actually say your name and say thank you, is for any donations over $20, or $20 or over, we you could do a deep in the heart of hockey radio request so you would be able to pick a song and then we would sing it or a part of it and dedicate it to uh whoever it is that you wish to dedicate it to so (laughs) this is gonna be so interesting (laughs) it's gonna be so fun (laughs) So, um, if you are donating over $20, make sure that you leave a note and your email address in the PayPal section where you send a note, and we will email you and follow up on Get Your Request. Yes! Now through January 31st, anytime we get those donations, we will start tacking them on the podcast. So, deep in the heart of hockey, radio requests, and if you guys like this, we might pick another charity after January and do more radio requests yeah that cool. sounds fun yay yay uh so on to listener questions eh 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 let's do it eh we don't have that many eh <laughs> we don't well we uh, had five but we put two of them up in the other section sure yeah so let me Anya. ask you let me ask yes. the first one, because I want to ask the last one, because I think you might be the best person to answer it. Okay. Uh, so Anya asks, I want to ask about the magic of the yellow laces, but I'm afraid to jinx it. Too late! Somebody uh, else already did! So, how about this? The best Stars player for 2017 and why? What shenanigans can we possibly expect for this year's 
Xmas slash holiday video? That's two questions. That is two questions. Um, who is the best player for the 2017? I mean, because if you're talking about 2017, that would have to include last season. Oh, it would. Right? Yeah. Well, it's got to be Tyler Sagan. Has to be. Yeah. Tyler yeah. Sagan. Yeah. If we're talking the whole of 2017. If we're talking the whole of 2017, because now, I mean, like, late in 2017, he surpassed Mike Badano for most number of hat tricks scored as a star. So I yeah. think we're going to have to go with Tyler Sagan. He did. No, he had, no, but I mean, even just with all the injuries last year, he was a super solid player for the Stars. Um, yeah. He posted his first 82 game season. I mean, granted, obviously, part of that was in 2016. But I mean, he's also been ridiculous this year. He had another hat trick just the other day. Um, yep. You know, he's been doing, a, he, he's defensively, like, gotten ridiculously a lot better um, this year, too. But I was going to say, if it's just we're talking the first half of this season, I was going to give it to Radulov. Yeah, I would, too. But he wasn't a star last year. So. Right. No, no, no. Like, I didn't, season, well, I didn't yeah. think, I wasn't even thinking about, like, the whole calendar year until you said that. So, like, I was like, oh, Radulov, obvs. But no. No, first yeah. the whole calendar year. I have to say Sagan, for sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I would also agree with Radulov for the for the first half of the season. What shenanigans can we possibly expect for this year's holiday vid? Like, did they do it last year? I don't remember. I don't remember. I, don't remember I have one. blanked that season from my head, so I have no I idea. I honestly don't remember a holiday video since the one they did with the, with the songs. And that was back when, like, Nachushkin was with us. Yeah, I don't remember a holiday video since then. So if they have one, like, remind me, because I've forgotten it. I mean, but, I do uh, generally enjoy, like, when they try to make them carol. I mean, that's pretty much the most amazing thing ever, especially when Jamie Benn, like, is a secret ninja who knows every single one of the reindeer. <laughs> like, I yes, please, more of that. More of that. What if, uh, you know what I would really enjoy is like... I let the Finns sing and finish! <laughs> I would really enjoy if they would do like a Jamie Benn Christmas special, like like an a la Martha Stewart style Christmas special, but like Jamie Benn hosting and talking about like making his favorite cookies and how to set the centerpiece and stuff like that. Yeah. That would be so fun. <laughs> that would never happen. Yeah, would be so fun. <laughs> nope. The stars are not fun enough to make that happen. Okay. Andrew L.A. asks, name a defensive acquisition you would like the stars to make that is someone not on the current roster. Um, shit. <laughs> it would have to be somebody left-handed. Like, that's the thing, is, like, we're so... Because the other thing is, Han Hughes, I don't think, I think this might be last year for Han Hughes' contract. It's either that or this year or next year. Um, Mathot doesn't have a whole lot left on his contract either. I think he only has two years starting this year. Um, I might be wrong about that again. I don't have Cat Friendly pulled up in front of my face. But, like, we need a left hand, lefty. I think, like, somebody like Matthias Eckholm. I'm pretty sure he's a left hand. This is the last year for Ham Hughes. What, who else were you saying? Um, Mathod. No. no, no, uh, no, no. We've I think got... 
two years is what I was saying for him. Yeah, we've got another. We we've got him through eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, so we've I thought, got Klingberg through twenty one, twenty two. Ham Hughes, Alexiak, Patteron, and Johns are all up this year. Yeah, so Alexiak's a lefty, which granted we're not really counting him as depth anyway. Mathot's a lefty, left hand, lefty, and then Ham Hughes is a lefty as well. So that means that we have as of twenty nine, like twenty nineteen, we'll have to replace all of them. If we're not before, mm-hmm. if, you know, some of them before, obviously. So I would really want somebody on the left. I think, um, you know, who's on the left? No. Jordy Ben. I would love to reacquire Jordy Ben, but I'm really more thinking of like somebody who could play in like the, like next to Honka. Like I would really love. Who would you want? I think Matthias Eckholm. Matthias Eckholm. I'm fairly confident he plays on the left. I would have to double check. But Matias Eckholm from... What what team is he on? Nashville. See, I don't... There are some players where I'm like, I don't actually know who you are or where you are. <laughs> it's okay. Never heard of you before in my life. He... Well, that's kind of the thing about him is he's got a very quiet game. He's not an offensive defenseman at all. I mean, he does everything. He's a lefty. Yes. Thought so. Um, uh, he is signed in Nashville... Through twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you won't trade him. No, I know. I'm just. I oh, was just yeah. pointing that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty seven. But he's super solid, so I think he would be a really good addition to the he's left. He's Swedish. I knew that. Well, with a name like Matthias Elkholm, I mean, like I knew he wasn't American, but I was guessing he wasn't American. Let's put it that way. <laughs> So I accidentally logged on to Twitter. Do you want an up- update on the uh, the game? Oh, God, no. I mean, yes, but no. But yes. 2 nothing. Holy shit, really? Stars. Yep. No, I know. I just went to Twitter myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> so, we'll, I mean, we're almost done with the podcast, so we won't know the end of the game by the time the podcast is over. But... Favorable? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last question, and it's a good one. It's a doozy. Jen asks, I'm at Disney right now, so please tell me which princess best represents each player. Oh, Lord. Unless Lord, you, Lord, oh, I'm sorry, Lord. I didn't. Did you have a defensive acquisition you would like for the stars? No, no, <laughs> I, I, don't have an, I don't have an answer for that. It's cool. Your 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 reasoning is good enough. We'll we'll stick with that. <laughs> um, so uh, I feel like Tyler Stegen is uh, Ariel. Wants to be part of your world. Oh my god! Young, stupid, makes some really bad mistakes for the sake of friendship and love. Oh my god! You just killed me. <laughs> it's so Anyone true. Know something? That was literally right off the top of my head. Oh my god, that's so good. Boom! I make miracles happen. Okay, <laughs> so um, let me look at a list of Disney princesses. <laughs> Just a second. Okay. Um, I feel like, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like Jamie Ben is a bit Cinderella-ish. 
soft I'm just, I mean, voice, I'm, woodland creatures, doe eyes. Yeah, I would go with that. And magical makeover out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Goes from like has nobody with... better looking than he is. Sure, <laughs> nothing. Nobody with bad hair to Jamie Ben as we know him. No, that's perfect. I'm, I'm done with that. I feel like... Does that make Jim Nell his fairy godmother? Potentially. Bippity-boppity-boo. Put it together and what do you got? <coughs> Bippity-boppity-boo. Uh, I'm gonna say... <laughs> I know, I know. And there's... there's... Maddie. She has an opinion on everything. Of course she does. Why wouldn't she have an opinion? Um, so... I feel like I need to, I need to think of who Belle is. Oh no, I had... You know who Belle is. Antoine Roussel is both Belle and the Beast. Wouldn't that make him just Jekyll and Hyde, though? Well, I mean, it's if the shoe fits yeah he's french what if he's the beast and jan mark is bell why is jan mark bell i don't know i'm just throwing people out there seeing what sticks no you know who it is it's foxa is it foxa it's the only one who can tame him yep it's it's gotta be foxa yep No, no that's perfect um, you know, honestly, though, Jamie could also be Princess Aurora, who was sleeping until somebody woke her up. That's so true. That's so true. Who's Jason? And not that Jamie was doing nothing before Tyler Sagan came to te- to Dallas, but like, you know. No one knew who he was. Very, very few people, other than Dallas Stars fans, knew who Jamie Penn was prior to Tyler Sagan. He certainly had one in Art Ross. No, he had certainly not one in Art Ross. That is true. Uh, who's Jason Spezza? Now I'm just like trying to think. I'm like, who are my cl- who are the classic Disney princesses? Uh, we've got Snow White. Um... Snow White, Mulan, Belle, Aurora, Tiana, Rapunzel. Um, I feel like Snow White has Ariel. to be Martin Hansel. Because he's just like, can't resist getting injured. It's like he knows he shouldn't do yeah. it anyway, but he does. Yeah. I could see that. Eats the, he would I eat that apple. That. He would eat the apple. I feel like uh, Merida is probably Radulov. <laughs> Uh, so don't hate me there, forever, but there, I'm not. First of all, there's bears. <laughs> what? Don't hate me forever, but I what, haven't what seen Braves. What? <laughs> I don't hate you. That would just be silly, but I disagree with everything you stand for right now. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Why have you not seen Brave? That is not, awful. Not like on purpose, just it hasn't happened. I just I, that that's so awful. You should go see. I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, you've you've made terrible choices. <laughs> and on that note, 
I think Spezza is um, Anna from Frozen. Oh, gosh. So then who's Elsa? Who would be Elsa? Spezza's Elsa. Would that be Janmark? Well, it probably... It probably... It would... Okay, it's Janmark now. It would have been Hemsky. Oh, but I mean, it, I mean, it would make sense. Like, he did, like, lock himself away, uh, granted, because of the yeah. injury, for a long time. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's Janmark. So we got it. Done Boom. and done. Done and done. High five. I just high five myself. <laughs> I, I high five myself back so I could travel to your hand. Yay! <laughs> And that's Disney Princess Cast with Deep in the Heart of Hockey. <laughs> Excellent. And on that note, I believe that was our last question, and we are now done. Yes, that is all we have for you today. I'm Carolyn. You can find me on Twitter at Classlicity. I'm Marin. You can find me on Twitter at Marinish. And you can find our official Twitter at DeepHeartHockey.com. Or er, DeepHeartHockey. <laughs> I was like, no, no. No. No, no, that's wrong. What, what are you trying to tell people? Our official Twitter is Deep Heart Hockey. I know. I said that. I corrected myself. You said dot .com, though. <laughs> I said that the first time, and then I corrected myself. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, you can find our... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Our email. Do our it. email Go. address is deephearthockey at gmail.com. Our official Tumblr is deephearthockey.tumblr.com, and our official blog is deephearthockey.wordpress.com. And like I said before, we are asking for a donations for the holiday season and through January. And like I said, anything over $200 is going to go directly to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So keep on the eye. Keep your eye out for that PayPal link. Um, and we will absolutely be updating people with the status of that donation. And we will be taking requests, Deep Heart Hockey Radio requests. So let us know what you'd like to hear us sing. Anything over $20, we will sing it for you. Karaoke, deep heart hockey style. And if we don't know it, by golly, we will learn it well enough to butcher it on our podcast. (laughs) You can count on that. (laughs) That is our personal satisfaction guarantee. (laughs) All right. Bye.